Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. What up? What up? What up? Welcome to the 1742nd episode on Purpose Kingdom Network. I am your girl, Adrian Misunderstandings Allen, better known today as Misunderstood Adrian. And as always, I take great pleasure in welcoming you to D Block Church. What up? What up? What up? Now, if this is your first time here joining us tonight, on Purpose Kingdom Network. Let me explain how it really works. One, I will tell you, it's going down in the PK. It's been going down in the PK. If you have never, ever, 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 ever heard any of our episodes, we have two full weeks of programming. Let me tell you, tonight we at the D-Block Church, but yesterday we were somewhere else. We was in a dwelling place, and every place else we go, we are in a different place. So each one of us hosts come on here, and we do how we are supposed to do what God has called us to do, but it is all for the betterment of and what I say, the whosoever wills, that is you that is out here that's listening, that believe, you that can see it, that is out here, you that is connected to a source of something, whether you are hearing this live or whether you are hearing it next month or whether you are hearing it 20 years from now, understand that if you are here right now and you are under the sound of my voice, I consider you to be a part of the whosoever wills. What will we do? We will change the world. What will we do? We will save the world. What will we do? We will do exactly what God has called us to do, and we will do it to the best of our ability. That is what we've been called to do. If you'd like to join me live on the air, the number to call in is 319-527-6091. Now, if you're just on social media of any type, you know, you can hit, basically hit the link. But www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. That's www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. That will get you to the archives of our show. Now, remember, this is 1,742nd episode. So that means there is 1,741 episodes already sitting in there for you to listen to. Tonight... I got a topic that it might have rung bells just to hear it, but the the bell that I needed to really resonate in is that you're going to be okay. Everybody's going to be good. We're all going to be fine, and right where you are is exactly where you should be, especially if you're listening tonight. So I just heard something that we gonna tell, I'm going to tell you about. Now, you heard me say that this is the 1,742nd episode. And you do know that I'm the person that likes to put numbers together, all right? So if we would add these numbers up, it comes up to 14. So what Chappie just explained was that that is God's number of completion. Actually, that's the double completion, you know, because seven is what we say is complete. So if we go on double to seven, that's double completion. That means this is overly done. This is real good. This is real goodness. And then how about we going to split it up? We're going to put an age group on it. We're going to say from 17 
to 42. If you can get in this, this word is for you. So the topic tonight is bring me that ass. And the reason why I deemed it just like that is because we live in a world where unfortunately, if we were to tell you that this was the best thing that has ever happened to you, you'll never have to look for anything else in life. You'll never have to go anywhere else in life. You'll never have to work a day in your life. You'll never have to work hard a day in your life. If I were to say all of these great things to you, you wouldn't even believe me. You know, we live in this world where there's so much doubt and uncertainty that the last thing that we would do is just think that the blessing would show up just like that. We can't have it come this way. Like, you know, we pray about these things and we pray for this and we pray for that. And then when God actually answers us in that prayer the way that we've asked it to come, the first thing we do is doubt that that is exactly what it was. I'm not I'm not on here talking about it tonight, but it's just something, it's something to think about. We pray so much. I listen to people pray all the time, and then if God was to ever come back and answer that question, he was supposed to do it right then. You were going to doubt it. You're not going to receive it. You're not even going to allow the person to say what he needs to say to you in order to give you the blessing. Like, we got to understand who we are and what we're doing. But now today, or I should say yesterday, I was saddened to hear that another what we call celebrity has taken their own lives. Now, lives are precious. No one should ever feel as though they need to take their own lives. However, We do know that there are people that are out here and they are dealing with whatever they're dealing with, however they're dealing with it. But what I want to stress is that no one needs to ever take their own lives. If we realize and we resonate with who God is and we resonate with the creator, then you understand that every single thing that you are going through is building you. It's equipping you for your next. If you think that it's too much for you to bear, then you need to pick up the phone and call someone and share. Never think that you are alone in a point where you have to take your own life because in life, life is supposed to have obstacles. Life is supposed to have challenges. Life is supposed to be tough. But the reason why these things are happening to us every day is so that we can prepare ourselves. devil is alive. We're going to make a joyful noise, but understand, this is serious, y'all, because I think I was right at the point where it's saying that no matter what it is, no matter where you are, no matter how hard it is for you, if you think that you can't bear, then it is time for you to share. It is time for you to reach out for someone. I know they have the suicide hotline. By the end of this call, we'll make sure that we leave you with the suicide hotline. If there is another number that you need to know, you need to call me. 
you need to call someone that you are close to, someone that you can connect with, someone that can talk you out of wherever you are. Because trust me when I tell you, that moment is not going to last forever. But you taking a life, your life is going to last forever. You'll never be able to get that next moment back. So what I would say is just check on your strong friend. And why do I say check on your strong friend? You'd be surprised how many people that are out here laughing and joking and keeping, you know, the life of the party, the people that walk into the room and the room kind of like goes towards them. You know, those are the people that you really, really want to, you want to watch. I mean, we all love those people. Hell, I'm one of those people. And I can honestly say that for a long time until I realized what God was actually putting me into and for, there were many a nights where I would laugh and joke with people and be the life of the party, but then go home and be so sad and so lonely and so depressed. And I realized that I couldn't live that lie anymore. And if I didn't live that lie, and, and because I wasn't living the lie anymore, I seen that a lot of the shadow that I did have on me broke away. The way that I say that now is you do know if someone else shines a light on you, your shadow will be very, very big. But if you take the light, and you shine the light, your shadow is really not there. You can't even see it. So how do I say that? I, I've, I've heard references of this man being the light and this man being the joy. And I want people to resonate with the light and the joy, but understand that one thing that God won't do is give you more than you can bear. And if it is that time, then that will be your time, and that will be how it goes. But we don't have the final say in how we are supposed to do this thing or what we are supposed to be called to do. We are just out here supposed to be doing it. And that gets me into the what the night's topic is. Bring me that ass. There are so many people out here right now that if I was to say names, we might be able to pinpoint their ass moment. And when I say ass, I mean, you know, that that moment where they fall in their face in front of public or they fell on their face and we know it. You know, the people that always want to come to the party but don't know how to handle enough of their liquor so the next thing you know they're falling over or they're throwing up or whatever. Like, so we've all lived a different type of life. So if you have never seen anybody drunk, if you've never seen anybody literally showing their behind, then this is maybe not for you. But the next time you see someone do something really out of pocket, then you can say, oh, there it is right there. That's what she was talking about. It's a behavior. It's a behavior that, unfortunately, in today's world, it seems like it's okay. It's a real, it's a behavior that most people are not, they they won't stop it from happening. They sometimes even encourage it to happen. But at whose expense? That's really the truth. At whose expense? Because you can show off and do all the things that you think that you're big and bad enough to do. But 
it's giving you a certain type of particular name. It's giving you a certain particular type of a look. And for tonight, I'm going to label that as the ass because if you are familiar with the Bible, y'all know this is the block church, so we don't come out of the Bible, but this is Bible because this is God, this is word. There is a moment when he when Jesus is on his way to Mount Sinai, Mount Olives, I think it is, and he says he calls he tells the disciples to go and get the donkey that is tied up on the fence. Now Y'all do know how the Gospels work, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's the same story, but just in different perspectives. So in the reference of bring me that ass, I want to say that we're going to use Mark chapter, I think it's chapter 11. I think it's 11. Don't don't quote me, y'all, but I think it's like in Mark. Matter of fact, it's like Mark. 11, 1 through 11, because it's all the ones. How about that? There go another 1, 1, 1, 1. Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11, basically tells the whole story about how it is that Jesus is on his way to Mount Olives, and he's preparing to enter into the city. However, what he does is he sends two disciples to go get a donkey that's tied up on a fence. Now, the reason why he tells them to go get the donkey that's tied up on the fence is because the donkey is actually going to be what Jesus rides into the city on. You know. Now, okay, let me break it down a little bit. Okay, so first of all, if someone's like, Jesus rode into the city on a donkey, like, I don't understand. Well, if you're looking at a king, most of the time you would resonate a king riding like a horse or the... um like a Clydesdale or something, you know, a big stallion or something, just like a sturdy horse with a high chest and everything, you know, big prance and going on. He didn't do any of that. He rode in on a donkey. And most people know that the donkey is only good for plowing and things of that nature, you know, and this particular donkey wasn't even doing that. It was just tied up on the fence. So it was in the beginning, it was in the front of the city. The reason why I like to pull up the ass is because I remember the moment when I was like that. I just think that that was just me. Everything was just wrong. I did things different. And I resonated in the difference, but then I realized that I was trying to be different, but God had already made me different. So I didn't need to be different because I was already different. So once I realized that, it changed the way that the ass started to move. You know, it changed certain places that I started to, that I stopped going. It changed the crowds of people that I used to be around. It changed all of those things inside of me. But not what I realize now is that each change, each thing that was happening, each moment that someone else is paying attention to something that I'm not doing anymore is how God is getting his glory. That's why tonight the topic is bring me that ass. Because I don't know who is out there today and I don't know what you're actually going through right now. But what I'm here to tell you is that there is no place too far for God. 
There is no place too dirty for God. There is no place too high for God. There is no place too low for God. If God wants you, if God needs you, trust and believe he will send for you if need be. Now, why would I say that? There are people that are walking around, you know, religious people. You know, you, you you sometimes have to watch out for religious people because religious people do things so religiously that they believe that because they are religiously doing their routine of things that God is good. You know, God is blessing them every day. And God is blessing them more than the next man because, you know, I, I do this a certain way or I eat a certain type of thing. And because of this, I get more blessings. That's not true. It's never been said so. The reason why we get caught up in it is because I think that the people that do things religiously, they they feel as though they are more more worthy of the blessing because they actually religiously do something. Contrary to popular demand, though, the person that does like goes to church eight days a week or seven days seven days a week, not eight days, just not eight days in a week. But you know what I mean. Seven days in a week, twice on Sunday, that kind of that kind of guy, versus the man who goes to the bar every day of the week. They are the same two they in God's eyes, they are the same people. But the problem is then how do we get these two people to be together and stand united? Because that is how we heal the land. That is how we come together. And the focus is to come together. But what we're going to have to realize is some of, someone is going to be saying, bring me that ass. So in that call, the real question is, one, are you willing to come? Well, let's handle, let's deal with the attitude first of, I ain't no ass. Who are you calling ass? Why are you saying ass? Da, 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 da. You know, because we have to fight that sometimes. That's the inside. That's you. That's your subconscious. That's who you think that you really are. I mean, that's not who God made you, but that is the lie that you've been telling yourself for so long that this has now become a part of who you are, you know. And unfortunately, when God calls for you, he's not calling for you in all of the things that you think that you are. He's calling you for who he made you to be, which says that some of us have some learning to do about who we are before God can actually get on our shoulders and ride into a city. Now, why is he using the donkey that's tied on the fence to ride into the city? Well, I'm no scholar, but I can tell you that the reason why I think is because if you're, if the donkey is in the front of the city, that means any and everything that comes in and out of the city is seeing the donkey. So everybody knows what the donkey looks like. Everyone knows where the donkey is. Everybody knows that the donkey is abandoned, and everybody's probably seen this donkey show his ass. So because of the fact that we've seen everything that this donkey has done and everything that this donkey is capable of, for this donkey to be tied up in the in the front of the city, like in front of the gate, is almost like a, a um, obstacle. Is it an obstacle? Not an obstacle, but you know what I mean. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Not obstacle, but that thing. 
you know, you're, you're like an eyesore because people are paying attention to you. We're watching you do the wrong thing all of the time. And you're now tied up. So, therefore, nobody owns you. They have, like, if you read all of the Gospels, it tells you all about the donkey. The donkey has no owner. Like, the donkey is a wild donkey, you know, so it can't even be tamed type thing. He can't be ridden. It's like a lot of things that are going on with this donkey. Everyone knows that this is a wild donkey show. The last thing that you think that you'll ever be able to do is calm this donkey enough to, to, to ride in on it, to ride on it, period. So as we're saying, bring me that ass, the question then is, how are you? What are you doing? Where are you at right now? If someone was to come and get you, would you be willing to go? That's another thing. Like we, thank God that the donkey don't talk, right? Because if we go talk, if we're gonna put it in that in today's terms, the donkey is gonna talk. The donkey is gonna say something. Because one, the donkey probably is like the fact that they're tied up on the fence. They think that being tied up on that fence is probably a good place. Because I remember there used to be times when I thought that the place that I was in, because people could see me and people were applauding for me, I thought that that was the place that I was supposed to be. But when I realized that that was not the place that God called me to be, then there was the there. Or there was, was my situation. Understand. A lot of us are doing it, and we don't even realize how we're doing it, what we're doing it, until someone calls for us. So when the people come to get you, are you willing and able to come? As they untie the donkey, somebody actually, they inquire, like, why are you touching the donkey? Like, they don't own the donkey, but they damn sure know that these guys don't own it either. So what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And they turned around and said, the Lord needs it. And with that simple, with that simpleness of the Lord needs it, the two that were asking, let it go. Like, go ahead and take it. Because Listen, one thing for sure, two things for certain, we don't know why we're doing what we're doing, but God knows everything. So when he wants you or when he needs you and he say, bring me that ass, guess what you're going to do? You should be ready to come. But like I said, it, it, becomes the, it becomes the inner of you. Who are you and what are you doing? Go back to the people that I said about praying. You have people that pray for stuff and then when they actually receive the prayer that day or it comes later on in the week, the first thing they want to do is throw the prayer. They want to throw it away. They don't even want to believe that it's happening. They will doubt the fact that it will have that it happened that way because it's like, what do you not? Did you not just pray for that? Like if you're out there and you know exactly what I'm talking about or not, no disrespect because a lot of people just do it and they're going through it. And I understand that you would never think that it would be too good to be true. But the only thing that would ever be too good to be true is going to come from God. 319-527-6091 is the number to call in. But I'm if if you know what I'm talking about when I when I say about praying for something and then receiving the prayer like receiving what you prayed for but then doubting that it came or doubting that it's there. You know, a lot of times people pray for money. I, I'm not even going to give you a real 
understanding of like a big money goal. But I'm going to just say a lot of times people pray for money. So in praying for money, you'll pray for money, this, that, and the other thing. But it's like you pray for money, but then you buy lottery tickets. So is that the prayer? Like, so you, you're saying that you want to hit? Is that, like, is that the money that you're looking for? Or are you willing to stand in a line at a store and then meet someone? And then in that conversation, you spark up a conversation, like, if it was me. Like, oh, yeah, she got a book. And, oh, yeah, wow, okay, well, I would like to sponsor your book. I would like to do this. I would like to do that. I would like to do all these things. Look at the way that everything just opened up. I just prayed for that. Understand that? So what I wouldn't be able to do now is doubt that lady. I wouldn't be able to say, uh, you know what, that was just too much. She just came in and gave me everything that I was looking for. And because she gave me everything I was looking for, I'm backing up out of this thing. This thing ain't real. Oh, no, I'm not doing this. Or how about the fact that we did it before and we were taken advantage of? God forbid you are the ass that's been taken advantage of before because now how many more times are you willing to really go out there? How many more times are you willing to be untied off a fence to go somewhere where you believe is not the destination that you should be in? Because now you remember the last time that you was on the fence and you was untied. So the last time that you was on the fence and you went somewhere because somebody said something and they turned out not to be exactly who they said they are, now you're not going to get off the fence. Like there's people out here that are doing these things. I asked a question earlier in the week of how can we build anything on a negative? Does, do things grow? Built on a negative? Or maybe that's not the question. Or maybe does negativity grow built off of a negative? Someone's asking the question, what does she mean by that? I mean, like, I went to the store and the lady was really nice. And she sold me this jacket. And I love the jacket. And... I didn't try the jacket on because I just knew I wanted the jacket. So I didn't try the jacket on. I bought the jacket, and I just remember the lady's conversation. The lady was great. And I don't even know why I didn't try the jacket on, but I just knew I didn't need to because she sold the jacket, and she made me feel like the jacket was mine before I even had it. So by the time I got to the register and paid for the jacket, I still wasn't thinking about putting the jacket on. I get all the way to the house, which is almost like a 20, 30-minute drive, and I get to the house, and I go to show someone else about my jacket, and then I realize that my jacket has no zipper. So now, this greatness of all that I just went through, I'm starting to feel some type of way because now I feel like I've been duped because I believe that the lady knew that it didn't have no damn zipper. And she was trying to, you know, keep me entertained so that I wouldn't be paying attention to the fact that it didn't have on the zipper. And I would go buy it. And now there would be a problem when I go to try to return it or whatever. Or I have to go spend more money to get the zipper fixed now because I bought this jacket. Yeah, those are situations that happen. Those are things that happen. But now I don't go to that store no more. 
And every time I hear that somebody's going to that store, I tell that person about the time that the lady was all nice to me but gave me a jacket that didn't have a zipper. So understand that when you like to go, you want to go into the store now because it's cold and it's time for you to get your jacket and you're about to go in there with you and your kids or whatever. And I'm sitting outside telling you about that one experience that I had with the lady. She was nice, but I believe that her niceness was all a part of the con because they were trying to sell a jacket that didn't have a zipper. See what I'm saying about the fact that you can't build off of a negative because now all I'm giving you is more of the negative vibe. Now, I should have gone back in and allowed the lady to change my idea of who, you 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 know what I mean? Because everyone is allowed to make a mistake. And if you make a mistake, then the only thing that the person should be able to do about the mistake is write it. You know, like you write a wrong. Some things you can't do to change. I'm sorry, ma'am. I didn't even realize that the jacket was broken. Got me? We can either return a jacket or you can get another jacket because, or how about we got the seamstress in the back and we can take off a zipper from another jacket. Like, because we can make it work. And that's the thing. If your mind is building on the negative, you will never even want to try to make it right. You will walk around sour because it's good to be sour, and it's great to sour things out. When you are walking around in that, in that like, negative downward spiral, no one can say anything of greatness to you. No one can say anything of a blessing to you because guess what? If the blessing is coming like that when you are in your sour, more than likely you're going to walk away from it. You're not even going to know it was there. Now, how many of us are honestly guilty of that? Maybe not me because I speak to everybody because I don't, I, like I tell my son all the time, you don't know how them angels is coming. So don't don't take anybody's meeting for granted, whether they are a bum or the king of royalty, even though you do know that he ain't coming the way y'all think he coming. I'm just saying. You know, that's always been a thing. You know, if you look at the Bible, look at what God does in the Bible, look at who he worked with in the Bible, look at who he blessed in the Bible. Everybody had a situation. It was always something, you know, whether it was a whether somebody was a drunk or they couldn't deal with this or they couldn't deal with that. It was something. No matter how they worked it out, it was something. They always did something. There was always a way that somebody was dealing with something, and that's why God shows up. That's why he shows up. He shows up so that he can actually just rectify the situation so somebody else on the outside can turn around and say, that was God. That's how good it is. So bring me that ass. Are you coming? Bring me that ass. I'm using that ass because when I bring, when that ass comes to me, it then gets on the ass and rides into the city. I think that right there is kind of liberating for some people because, you know, your story sometimes will get bigger than you, especially if it's a bad story. Unfortunately, you know, they don't ever tell good stories. Like if you if you did something great for someone, it's only going to go but so far. Everybody ain't going to know that you did this great thing. Now do something wrong. Do something bad. Everybody's going to know. Everybody's going to know. And now we live in this world where 
don't do it on video because if you do it on video, you know, they got it. They got it. They done sent it to 16 people and them 16 people done sent it to 16 more people. I got a I got a message back today. I told people that I was inviting them to D-Block, and I had told everyone to invite five friends. Someone came back and said, five? I mean, come on, we're going to do a big push. Let's push for good. Let's push for God. Can we do that? If it was if it was a bad post, if it was negative, if I was laughing at you or laughing at somebody, because the other day I watched a video where the girl's wig came off. Child, it was the funniest thing ever. And I laughed and I laughed and I laughed and I laughed. Then I thought about it and I said, ain't that a shame? We ain't even going to talk about the fact that it looked nice before it fell. <laughs> Give 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 her the credit of what it was because that was a nice it was a niceness, but then it ran into a bad situation. And unfortunately, what happens is we run into bad situations every day. And if you don't understand that your bad situation is building you for the greater of the good of a better situation, then you will get caught up. You will get caught up in not wanting to live it. You will get caught up in not wanting to do anything. You will get caught up in not wanting to be untied off the fence to come and do some work. If God calls you today, the blessing of it is is that you were called, and now you're used to is a real story. I made a post the other day about my used to. My used to game is strong. I used to do this. I used to do that. Oh, that's the girl that used to. She used to. Mm-hmm. Ain't that the girl that used to? Yeah. My used to is strong. But that's why I can tell y'all today that it was like a bring me that ass. And I had to come. Someone out there tonight is listening and you are hearing bring me that ass. You may be in a masjid right now. You may be getting ready for Hanukkah. But you can hear this message say, bring me that ass. That says that there's work for you to do in the kingdom. Whose kingdom? God's kingdom. Which means that you're going to be in the masjid. You're going to be about to get ready for Hanukkah. You are going to be in the process of preparing for Christmas. Like all of these things are about to happen. And we need everyone to be able to resonate with bring me that ass. Not just one particular denomination of people or type of person. This is a message and a call for all. Why? Because we all have our moments. We've all been that person. It's funny because I know that they talk about in the Bible, they talk about the party. Like like someone's having a party and they invite all the people. But the people that they invite don't come the first time or something. So because they don't invite the people that they invited, like they they invited prestigious people and prestigious people didn't show up. So then the next invite went out to like the like the, the locals, the people that work there. They got a little bit of a turnout, but you didn't get all the turnout. But then the next call went to like everybody that was in the street, everybody that was on drugs, everybody that was in the bar, everybody that was whoremongering and everything else. Those are the people that were invited. And out of those people, those people showed up. It says something. It says something. Because if you can resonate with that ass and someone says, bring me that ass, the question is, are you coming?
Are you ready and willing and able to at least come? Now, I ain't said nothing about coming and being right. I ain't said nothing about coming and doing it the way that it's supposed to be done because, oh, I remember this from Sunday school. No. That ain't the come that I'm talking about. I'm talking about <laughs> come as you are. The reason why you're coming as you are is because that is exactly where you are. That is exactly what you're doing, and that is exactly how he wants you, just like that. They didn't go take the donkey and go take him to the to the uh like wash him up and everything and get him all together so that he could so that Jesus could ride in on him. That was not the case. That is not how that story went. And coming up to stories, you know, because we are big on stories. And the reason why I believe that stories are still relevant today is because if I was to put this story on television, you'd watch it. And that's what we have to resonate with. Some things that you're hearing right now, things that you see right now are things that people are teaching you. They are making you use a part of your brain that you haven't used in a long time because watching the television, you don't have to use certain pieces of your brain. Like the imagination part of your brain is shot. Only children have an imagination. That's why I think it says that you have to be childlike to get into the kingdom because if I bring some of the things that God is saying to me to this adult, this adult can't even hear me because they got so many other things that they have to fight through, like the rules and the regulations of how you're supposed to do something or how you're supposed to go about getting this or what you need to get permission for to do and all that. Like there's so many other stipulations that go into it where you don't give room for God. You don't give room for the blessing. Like come in your mess and just bring him here because I need him just like that and come on. Some people are in the bar right now. Some people are sitting at the they're at the corner of the bar, but right in front of the dance floor because they believe that nobody is actually going to come all the way up. Because you know how some, back in the day you had to, like, do the train. You had to do, like, the train move and everything, especially if me and my girls, we used to, you know, join hands type thing. And we would move and maneuver our way all the way through the dance floor, like from the bar all the way through the dance floor, and we would get there. Think about that person that's sitting right there on the edge of the bar. And the dance floor. So you got to go through a lot of stuff to get to that one individual. But that's what I'm trying to tell you. Bring me that ass. If that's you, we bring in you too. Someone is going to come and get you. Don't think that there is a place that you are right now that is too much for one of God's people to come and get you. Because if the call says, bring me that ass. Understand that you've been called for a purpose, and the reason why he's calling you is because he is going to ride in on your shoulders to this next new thing that you are about to do. Now, if you are out there and you don't understand, you think that I'm just talking. There's a lot of different things that go on that happen right now. It's Christmas time. There's so many people that just have a discrepancy with Jesus that they can't even celebrate Christmas. Now, I know that what we do, what the people do and all of that, seven days, 12 days of Christmas and 
singing all the songs and, you know, the the reindeer and Santa Claus bringing gifts and all that kind of stuff. That's all the made-up stuff of just how to have a festive time. That's what that's how they resonate with this Christmas. But what is Christmas? Let the baby be born. Why was the baby born? The baby was born, you know, the virgin baby. Like everyone kind of knows the story, but a lot of people don't want to resonate with the story because they can't believe the story. You do know that the only thing that God really ever wants you to do is believe it, have faith in it, not know it, not read it, not learn it, not know it, and then be able to recite whatever you learned and everything because all that you've learned has taken everything away from your faith. Everything that you learn takes everything away from your belief. Now, it's good to check some people because, you know, you want to fact check people because you want to make sure that you're not following somebody straight to the straight to the dirt. Because in today's world, you shoot, everybody got a camera. Everybody can say what they want to say. And, and that's just what it is. I know that what we do on Purpose Kingdom Network is regardless of, like I said, there's two full weeks of programming. Now, someone is going to tell you the Christmas story because it's about Christmas time. In D-Black Church, what we say here is let the baby be born. I don't have to give him one a day because if we don't have the right day, then you don't want to talk about it. We are going to take all of the things that would shoot Christ out of the water and throw them all out and just keep Christ. The reason why I say that is because the baby was born for a reason. There was a thing that was going on in the time that was like a text that was not supposed to be going on because at the end of the day, there was a man that thought that he was God. So God was saying, uh-uh, wait a minute. Y'all do know that we have a very, a very, because there's only one God. So God has always said, you should not have no other gods but me. So this is why a lot of people have discrepancies when people say Jesus and things like that. And, well, you're giving him too much credit and all this other kind of stuff. And it's like, we can talk about it, but if you talk about it to the point where it's confusing, then maybe we should talk about it in a different way. Because nothing should be confusing, especially not in 2022. What we should know and what we should be able to resonate with is everyone has a story. And as long as that story lines up with God's story, then that's what we should be looking at. We should be there. There's so many people that are out here not having a God story that is like when you go into the arena, do you want to be with the person who knows nothing about God or would you want to be with the person that knows God but just in a different way? He calls him something different. He might praise him a little bit different. He prays in direction as opposed to just praying. You, you understand? There's, a, there's, a, there's, there's ways that we are keeping this thing Away. We are keeping this thing separate, and God is trying to tell us that it is time to come together. It is time to be one. We offer a thing called the salvation, the call to salvation. What is a call to salvation? Because sometimes you can't do it on your own. Sometimes you will not be able to do it on your own, and God does not want you or need you to do it on your own. That is why the blood of Christ is so important. That is why. Because if 
it had not been for that sacrifice, then maybe the situation that you are in, you might not be able to get out of. Maybe that grave that you feel like you're in because life is too hard and situations are tough, you wouldn't ever be able to get out of it. But with all of that, we have glory in it because not only was he beaten, buried, but he got up. And what you have to do in the call of salvation is to know that this is where you resonate, to understand what God did, to understand how God did it and how he became a baby and actually was born, you know, and walked this thing. He talked this thing. He taught this thing. He led by example. He did some teaching and he didn't do too much in the church, but, you know, we ain't going to talk about that. But he did definitely do a lot of churchly things like Christ. And that's what we need to resonate with. We need to resonate with it so much to the point where if you've never asked God to come into your life, then tonight will be the night that I say to repeat after me. God, I believe that your son died, was buried, and was raised again from the dead. And he's coming back. I believe that if I put my hand in your hand, everything will be all right. God, I thank you. God, I love you. And God, now order my steps and do me the way that you want me to do so that I can do what I've been called to do. Now, if you said anything sort of kind of like that, and the reason why I say sort of kind of like that is because it's really just a personal conversation that you have to have with the creator. You got to want to understand who God is. You got to understand what God did and how he did it because that was the love that he had because at the end of the day if everyone was telling people what to do god said god said god said and as he's watching them do it the opposite way he realized okay maybe i need to god did god did god did so Jesus walked the earth. So that's God did, God did, God did as the example of what we should be doing, what we need to be resonating with right now, what we should be, how we should be handling the situations that are too strong for us or how we should be handling these negative vibes that are coming from over there on this side or how we should be handling the lady that just lost all of her family but yet she still needs to be taken care of you know these are the examples of what we learn from Christ and then after the whole sacrifice thing the sacrifice thing is bigger than anything because understand one that's where it bring me that ass comes from yeah, right. So I know it's Christmas time and I preached about bring me that ass because it's important because at the end of the day, like I said, for the Christmas season, we say, let the baby be born. 
because if the baby is not born, then none of this stuff that we're talking about can actually be manifested. I'm talking about walking. I'm talking about talking. I'm talking about leading by example. I'm talking about teaching. I'm talking about all of these things. Now, understand that there was healing and there were blessings and miracles, signs and wonders. All of these things happened through and by Christ. But it had a lot to do with the people's belief and the people's faith. So at the end of the day, it's still going to rest down on your belief and your faith. So the one thing that I want to say to you is bring me that ass. And come on in here and get this lesson because there is still work to be done. There is still work to be done. And if you are one that has shown up in any other kind of way, now is the time to bring that ass so that God can ride in on your shoulders. I want to thank you all for listening. If we have any callers out there, Brother Rob, I think you're coming on to do the announcements. And uh, if we have any callers, we'll handle them at that time. Are you there? Yes, I'm there. I'm there. Uh, yes, we have a we have a lot of listeners, uh, but no callers yet. So uh, that's as of yet. So real quickly, I'm going to go ahead and do the announcements. And this is the Project Purpose Kingdom Network. I'd like to thank each and every one of you for joining us for tonight's episode. No matter where in the world you are, whether you listen to us online or you listen to us via phone, uh, we greatly appreciate your listenership and your support of us here at Purpose Kingdom Network. And just to take care of matter of business, um, anyone that needs the uh, National Suicide Hotline number, it is 1-800-273-8255. <clears throat> also, they have a text line, which is at 988. You can also text as well the National Suicide Hotline. And all numbers that I just gave out are 24 hours a day, uh, any time, any day of the week. Uh, you can call even holidays. So once again, that number is 1-800-273-8255. And you can also text at 988. Okay, anytime we do a live broadcast, we're broadcasting live on www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. And uh, when we do a live broadcast, you can call in on our, at our call-in number, which is 319-527-6091. And you can press the number one to talk to any one of our hosts. Uh, we also... Um, like you to invite you to join our Facebook page, which is at Purpose Kingdom at Facebook. We can see our upcoming shows and advertisements, and from you know from time to time we make our major announcements on this page. Uh, also, um, we do um, have a email where you can email us, is which is at uh, purposekingdom.net at gmail.com, where you can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello or send a praise report. Uh, we greatly appreciate that. Okay, and um, we do have a radio network, which is pknradio.com. And right there at pknradio.com, you can listen to 24 hours of music of inspiration. Feel free to check it out and tell your friends. Uh, also, um, upcoming, uh, before the end of the year, we have our year-end revival. And uh, once again, uh, we will have our year-end revival starting on December 25th and ending on December 31st. And uh, the topic is a living sacrifice. All right. And uh, I will give you your, our lineup 
And our lineup starting off on December 25th at 8 p.m., which is going to be Minister Bernard Merrill. And uh, following him is the Reverend Dr. Eileen Maddox, and she's going to be on the 26th. Uh, then we're going to have our very own Reverend Aaron Williams on the 27th. And on the 28th, we're going to have Elder Elijah Cooper. <clears throat> and on the 29th, we're going to have Evangelist Todd T.C. Nelson. And on the 30th, we're going to have Evangelist Cheryl Johnson. And ending everything, on the 31st at 11 p.m., is going to be Pastor Toy Daly, our very own Pastor Toy Daly and CEO, uh, will be uh, making the conclusion of our year and bringing us into the new year in praise and glory. All right, and uh, that is going to be our year-end revival lineup. All right, and uh, with that being said, uh, tomorrow evening uh, we will be having at the 8 p.m. hour. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, at the 8 p.m. hour we're going to have uh, Minister Bernard Marrow, and that's going to be by faith we good. Okay, so once again, with God's own God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8 p.m. hour. It's going to be by faith we good with Minister Bernard Merrill. Uh, that's going to conclude my announcements. And with that being said, I'm going to hand the show back over to Adrian. Okay, Adrian, just back in your hand. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Now, if you are out there and you are listening and you are on this line right now, I apologize because I didn't tell you how to press to get in. If you do have a comment or you would like to say something or you are having a concern, you can press 1. That will cue the board, and then the board will then hear, they will get you, and then they will let me know, and then you'll hear it say unmuted, which means you'll hear the beep, and it'll be your turn to speak. So if you are out there and you are on the line and you would like to say something, if you press 1, that will signal the board, and then the board will then be able to let you in. If not, make sure, one, that the revival is a really good place to end the year and get ready for the new one. Why do I say that? Revival is like a renew. But a lot of times, you know, we start our year with these New Year resolutions and stuff. So it's not so much a resolution, but you want to be prepared and ready for what is yet to come. The easiest way to do it is you end the year with a bang. Put it in perspective, look at it the way that it is, and then bless God that the fact that you still have a new one coming to keep going and keep working on something. The reason why it's important, I believe, we've been doing it now for, I think this is what, our seventh year? Sixth or seventh year that Purpose Kingdom Network has been doing these things. So understand that if this is something new to you, you can always take your time, check out the archives, but this is not something new to the world. This is not something new all over because people are listening and we welcome you to join the revival. Now, tomorrow night at 8 p.m., Brother Marrow is everything. And when I tell you he's everything, I want to say he's a young man, but he's an old soul because he can preach like the old people do from back in the day day. But he ain't never seen it, okay, because he's a young man. 
a very young man. However, by faith we good is like it needs to be a household brand. It needs to be something that we all know because no matter what it looks like, regardless of where it's at, by faith we good. If you have a little bit, you're good. If you get connected with people that have more, you get even better. If you need to call me, if you need to reach out, I'm Facebook, Adrian Allen. TikTok, misunderstood, Adrian. And you know, I'm MS understood. Like, I'm not MIS, I'm MS. You remember multiple sclerosis? Remember that. MS understood, always. That's my misunderstood. And then um, I'm also misunderstood on YouTube as well. What I'm saying is I'm glad that Brother Rob came in with the suicide hotline because that is important. With the way that the world is going on, and now it's the holidays too. So because it or not, people put added pressure and extra pressure on things that have no relevance of anything. You do know if you cannot if you can't supply a gift, you need to be the gift. Like, it's that simple. If no one is not understanding it, then they have the wrong understanding of what in true Christmas meaning is, what it means to have Christmas. You know, it's not about no gift. It's not about the presents because at the end of the day, I believe that the gift was the the gift was the sacrifice. So that means that the gift would be around Easter time, resurrection. That would be the gift because I believe that the gift was the sacrifice. The This season, that's why at Deep Black Church, we just say, let the baby be born. Now, I want to leave you with this. There are so many people that are out here that have an understanding of what and how the creator works or what and how the universe works or what and how the how a power works. Can we just call them God? Can we just say that the thing that gives you breath is the thing that gives me breath and the thing that gives them breath? And we call that God. And then when we say that God walked this earth, we call him Jesus. Not only did he walk the earth, but he was sacrificed and died, put in a grave, buried, and rose again to come back. And if we can resonate with the fact that he's coming back, no matter how we want to call him, no matter what you want to do, no matter what you want to pray, however you want to do it, if we resonate with the fact that he's coming back, that makes us all have to do what we need to do. That makes us all be where we need to be. That makes you all treat each other the way that we need to be treated because if he's coming back, that's what he's coming back for. So you can ask yourself, if if I'm doing it wrong, if I'm doing it incorrectly, because there's not really a wrong in it, because no one can tell you whether it's wrong. The only time I tell you that it's wrong is if you're looking at someone else and you think that you're better than them because you're doing it a different way and you think that the way that they're doing it is not right. That's wrong. That's not God. And it sure ain't Jesus. So however, whichever way you need to do it to understand that 
if the call comes and it says, bring me that ass, I need you to know that you want to come. I need you to know that you should want to show up. I need you to know that not only do you show up, but you're going to show up so he can ride in on your shoulders. It's a great call. Not everyone is going to be called like that. But if you are one that has been called like that, or if you are one that will be called like that, congratulations. Because he is going to ride in on your back. So bring me that ass. And uh, make it quick. Because there is work to be done. Y'all. Happy New Year, because I won't see you until the next year, or I'll see you next year. Enjoy your holiday. Remember, let the baby be born, and I'll see y'all next year. Have a good one. He's a flesh. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. Baby.